Welcome to Hindsight Hacking. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool, and you are listening to Hindsight Hacking, where we have talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs hacking their hindsight to give you clearer foresight. And now, as we still bring you the same great, amazing interviews each and every week, we are adding bits and pieces to serve you in such a great way. These bits and pieces are some mindset hacks, visibility hacks, traffic hacks, and more on the daily hacks. So we want to make sure that you have all the tools and all the resources that you need to gain more visibility and gain more traffic. And obviously, to get more sales. So head over to gethhhm.com forward slash toolbox to grab your free resources to get the help you need to get more. And if you're interested, after you collect all those freebies, because they're amazing, hit the link in the show notes and jump on our calendar because we definitely want to help you. Guys, we absolutely love the community that we've created with your guys' help, and we love all the hindsight hackers. So jump on in and get on our calendar. So without further ado, what do you say? Let's get to it. All right, everybody. Welcome cool. to another episode of Hindsight Hacking. And today we have a special guest who is joining us for round two, uh, Mr. Steve J. Larson himself, the capitalist pig, the offer mind creator and founder. And uh, Steve, man, uh, you know, Ron and I have learned so much from you over the last couple of years and uh, very, very thankful that you've uh, joined us again today and uh, can't wait to dive in. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. And uh, love love the theme of the show. Love the intro. Love all, all, all of it. I mean, you know, we was dissecting. I was like, yeah, that was good. I got to add that to mine. That was sweet. You know? <laughs> that was cool right there. I like that. <laughs> thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. But we had to bring the cityscape because you made this amazing new building, right? So you got a building, amazing new office, killer studio where you can have live events. Like I've been like living through your little Instagram shows and you know, everything is so cool looking, but I want to kind of pick your brain on that and love to know a little bit more about the process. Is it done or where are you at with it? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we, we basically, we started out, I started doing events for Russell. I, I actually did a lot of um, theater in high school. Um, I sang all growing up and uh, was in barbershop quartets and as side of me, most people, you know, haven't seen too much, but uh, I did a lot of theater stuff. And so I got stage legs, if you will, in, um, in high school. And then, but on a business sense, right. And it's all scripted when you're in a play. And so I didn't have the confidence to like stand on stage and I had to present and think that I had to be this, you know, and so I kept trying to be Russell and um, without, no, no, I knew it. <laughs> it's like, dude, tell me how to be you, you know? Yeah, you know what I mean? Tell right, me, right. what's the script for Russell Brunson? You know, and he's like, right. stop. And, uh, you know, so I started doing all these events and I realized really quickly that two things. And he actually also helped me realize this. He's, for some reason, events get the person to progress faster than almost any other medium. Like to be able to sit there for, you know, even it's a couple of days and just, you can't do anything else. And you're just, you're, you're cramming framework into the brain and trying to get it to, you know, that's, that's powerful. It's one of the most effective things that I still do. The other thing was that obviously they can be lucrative. And so this is actually our 14th event. And most people don't know that because I, we do so many small events for smaller audiences. So I usually don't tell the whole big list about everyone that we do, but after about, um, six events we are looking at our bill for all of them we're like man we spent nine hundred thousand dollars on 
<laughs> running events in the last three and a half years, 900 grand. And I was like, I was like, dude, Colton. I was like pissed, right? I was like, flip the desk. Oh my gosh. I was like, are you kidding? I'd tally that up, bro. Right. And right. Like, 900 grand. We had a two comma club on just running events. Now they we made 2.8. Right? We made 2.8. So it was like, not bad, but we're still like, what? What if we controlled the space? So it was so funny to watch our bill on the last two events that we did in here. It was like a hundred bucks versus 200 grand, you know, and we we're like, this is the right way to do it. So that's why we built it. We just, we realized that we're an events company. So that's, that's why yeah. we did it. <laughs> so cool. I love that. And, and my first question, it, it, you talked about that whole 14 events and the big bill on, on a recent podcast, uh, I don't know, just a week ago, roughly. But the, yeah. the, the number I wanted you to dive in and share is the 711,000. Like, that you you talked about how <laughs> look at his face he's like you brought it. <laughs> oh, man, not that, not that question. but, but what, what we didn't realize was you lost funding based because of the covid and, and everything like and then you you just had to go and hustle and and get that paid for like so i love that story i love i mean in the grand scheme I of don't. things <laughs> in the grand scheme of things you're probably like after after all the work and and everything everything's paid off you're like oh now i don't have that 700 grand to pay in finance right like yeah. so yeah, tell that's us super nice we i mean it's the typical it takes three times as long and twice as expensive we thought it was going to be max 300 grand um and uh, we, we were extremely wrong. <laughs> and um, and then it was 14 months of construction and it started, yeah, a couple months before the pandemic. And then because of it, we'd already signed all the stuff. And so right. everyone was already, they were, there's demolition going on and there's all stuff. And personally, I was going through divorce, you know, and there's, there was, a, it was financial hurricane was happening for sure. And, um, right. and so this, I'm not against people getting funding for cool stuff like this when you're an existing company. Uh, what I'm against when I, people have misquoted me and they're like, oh, Steven's totally against funding. I'm not. I'm against funding for a product that has never been proven. That's dumb. That's stupid VC funding money right there. Yeah. So um, uh, so we were trying to get 300 grand to just not interrupt our cash flow, right? And so just things could just be as they were and we just pay it off over time or with a couple events. And so uh, it fell out. They just kept dragging us along till we realized that they were scared themselves and, and it fell out and we were six months in and i was like dude colton we got to race this there's no other way we, we have to race it otherwise i mean we might lose it so uh yeah there are times when i have sat in here by myself and i'm just like yeah like i know it's super cheesy man but we got like stars up there and i'll turn off the lights and be like yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah colton, <laughs> colton, colton shared that video with the lights and with the stars i'm like oh my god that is like super unique like the theme in itself is Thanks. super cool. Like what made you think of that? I mean, cause when you're on stage looking out, that's what you see. Right. Yeah. So what made yeah. you think of doing it that way? I was standing, uh, right. I can't quite turn it all the way. It's over there. Um, and it was just an empty shell and I don't know. I just closed my eyes and I started, um, I started just envisioning, you know, uh, what, what message you want to portray. I, I wanted it to feel like, a Disneyland ride before you get on the ride, you know, oh, yeah. where you come on in and the environment is so convincing that you're like, I'm not in a room anymore. And that was one of the principles I learned from Russell about events. He's like, they can't feel like they're in a hotel room. When you, when you, there's so much orchestration to events. I would not have learned if I didn't work there. And 
uh, it can't feel like a hotel room. They can't feel like they're in the location they're in. They need to get transported pretty much. And so um, to, to really get the best education and effect. And so, I don't know. I was just thinking about capitalism, industry, steel, welding, construction, sparks, you know what I'm saying? That kind of stuff. And I wanted to, it's not like everything is on our shoulders. We're already standing on the shoulders of what's of cool things been, that have been created. And so I was like, it needs to be an unfinished skyscraper. That'd be cool. That's cool. Love it. I so, didn't know they would be able to pull it all off. I was like, I want stars across the top. I got the crazy zone, just like offer creation. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I want stars across the top. I don't know how that happens, but that'd be sick. Let's make some I beams all over the place. I want a screen that looks like it's larger than a house, and uh, you know, anyway, and and the massive skyline that's backlit over there. And we found a dude, and he's he had a whole thirty years in Hollywood building sets for movies, and oh he built gosh, it personally. Cool. That's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. So crazy. Thanks. So yeah, I appreciate it. So the. We talked. You mentioned how you can just light speed move forward if you're at an event, if you're open, and and really uh, taking the the stuff and then really taking action, right? And but one of the other best best pieces of events is the networking that happens in between the conversations. So one benefit of a hotel is you have limitless amounts of space outside of the event room. So how does yeah. that work and the networking piece in between? you uh going and yelling at people uh out during your conversation <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know we um so two two things with that actually we decided that we would choose an office location that was close to a ton of hotels so it's literally catacorts right there nice big hotel and five minutes from the airport so people don't have to travel i, I always hate it when you go to an event you know what i mean you get to uber 45 to 60 minutes after that yeah. like, uh, like anyway so i didn't want that so um we also chose a spot though that definitely represents us. It ha just so happened that there's an indoor machine gun shooting range on that side of us. We had no idea. So you'll hear these massive 50 cal shells going out. I was gonna <laughs> say. So like, this doesn't get better. We need a bacon store, and this is it. We got right. it. So. <laughs> um, uh, with that networking piece though, I, I had a, a stagecoach tell me. When I realized, I was like, hey, we're going to go hard on events. He's like, your uh, material is like steak. He's like, it's like the audience is eating a lot of bread and a lot of steak all day. He's like, you got to give them some, you got to give us a brain break. So we, we now orchestrate networking time into it. And, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I Good. think I, I saw one thing where there was a capitalist pig cake. That's I thought that was cool. How much, how much capitalist pig stuff do people send you? Uh, less than you'd think. Um, Cause you had a whole Christmas tree. I think you were going for at first. That was funny. Right. right. Yeah, my, yeah. My old assistant came up with that idea. That was good. Um, we did stencil taxes and socialism in the urinals a few weeks ago. <laughs> 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 We're just getting more aggressive now that I'm like, hey, here's where the legal line is. Here's where I want to go. Okay, we got some space here. Let's go. <laughs> A couple more steps, please. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love nice. It. All right. So, OfferMind uh, mix, virtual, in person. Uh, it it kind of snuck up on me. I don't know about you, Ron, but like all of a sudden, I'm like, oh man, I, I wish I'd have known about this sooner. I just saw this like a week ago and it's happened yeah. in two weeks. Like, darn yeah. it. Uh, but what's, what's going on with that? What's, what's, uh, 
you know, any big speakers coming outside of yourself, uh, you know, yeah. Tell us, tell us about it. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, so, um, when, when I decided to leave my job, I, one of the things that I saw that was the real asset, if you could get it was a framework. And I think frameworks are different than processes. And I think some of these people think that they're the same and they're really not a framework is law, you know, super different than a process. Um, we're just like step one, step two, step three. It's like, it's like the making the beginnings of a framework, but I've been working on this framework for four years now and actively. And it's one of the reasons we do so many events because I keep testing it on stages. And it's also the reason I've written a book yet. And so offer mind is the first half of the framework. Offer launch is the second half. And that's why I have two main events. Um, so the purpose of doing this event is to, uh, the first time, first two times I did it, I hadn't ventured very far down, hey, let's create a formula around launching. Yeah, I hadn't really made that, that I knew that I was doing something because it was always working, but I hadn't actually like self-discovered enough to figure out what those things were. But now that I have done that, I kind of want to go back and refresh the offer side mm -hmm. with the lens of launching. And so that, that's the reason why we're doing it. Um, so it's meant for somebody who has a thing or a skill set to come in and learn how to sell things, sell really well on the internet, specifically how to package it into, you know, a, uh, um, something that sells well on the internet that is so yeah we're excited about it though we've got the you know, 260 tickets sold so far and um we definitely didn't do like our normal five month promotion like we usually do that's probably why you know i know a lot of people haven't heard about it yet which always pains me you know but uh right. uh we're also trying to test a few now that we have the asset of the studio we're like how can we test a few cool models where it's like they're more frequent events mm -hmm. that are not so long for all the prep time right you know, right. Yeah, yeah. No, especially if you can get people to the building. Cause you're right. Um, in-person events like propel you faster than yeah. you could ever get because one, there's just so much information, like you said, right. I know, yeah. uh, Corey and I, we funnel hiking live last year was the first one that, cool. that, uh, we went to and we got a ton of information. And we started just listening to what you guys said and started putting it into play and it started taking off. And then COVID like propelled us like very quickly because we were already kind of on that path. Yeah. Right. Like I right. went to off mine 2019, but Ron yeah, it, that story is hilarious because <laughs> <laughs> he drove what, how many hours to get there? Uh, oh, I was in Salt Lake. So whatever yeah. the five hours was or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah, like, yeah. he's like, I got I this on a different work function. Yeah. He, yeah. Then, I hopped in my rental car, which I already had, right. and drove straight through. I slept for like an hour and then went to day one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, He's so, like, I got this idea. I'm going to offer mine. I was like, I, I can't go. How are you doing? And he goes, This is how I'm going to do it. And I was like, You're crazy. Okay. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So cool. you have, you have your, your schedule kind of going where you want to try to get more events. Um, how has COVID kind of played with that are people coming are they excited to come i know i was looking at trying to come this time uh because mm. i'm good but have you seen any anything there or is things open there yeah you know there's more people aren't as nervous to travel as i think most of people think everyone's nervous to travel right. <laughs> that makes sense right. <laughs> you know right. what i mean uh, especially for our kind of following we're like you know what like a, it's just 
trying to stay healthy and and the mentality is if you're not well or don't feel comfortable then don't come you right. know and and instead attend virtually you know that's part of it yeah people are there's there's a much smaller audience for sure obviously we can fit 109 people in here we thought that it was um much smaller than that but it's, it's actually much more than we thought so um uh much smaller audience in person though and we're not even letting that many come in because we just want to give more space and just, right. you know, we want them to feel comfortable. Um, yeah, I would say that COVID really sped up the invention and formalization of the virtual event, you know. Right. Uh, there's been some troubles with uh, myself as well as other, you know, hosts doing these hybrid events where it's like, Sometimes it's better to just kind of like choose one or the other. It's like <laughs> do right. live, do virtual. The hybrid thing, it works. It's just there's so many more scenarios to think about. I got to interact with the audience. They both there's two of them. Wait a second. You know what I mean? Right. We're putting this little swivel screen up right there, you know, so that we can look at all these comments coming in. It's just it's different. It's right. different to do a comma the two. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever do the hybrid thing again after that. We kind of were testing it as well by doing offermind like this. So either we do virtual or live. I don't know if it'd be the same or, you know, both moving forward, but we'll see what the numbers say. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in theory, if you only have to prepare for one event and, and you know, if you can only fit a hundred people, right? Like obviously you were going to go to San Diego for a thousand people, uh, yeah. which, which unfortunately was canceled for the time being. Right. And so yeah. you can get a thousand people with a mix. I mean, that would be pretty, pretty impactful, I'm sure to, to those folks. Yeah. And then those of us that are comfortable traveling, like we show up live, those of us that aren't yeah. comfortable do it virtually. Like, I, I think it's great, but obviously it, I'm sure it'd be challenging on stage to, to, to really get it, uh, yeah. and, and interact with people the same now that you've done, done it all. So are you planning on using your, or, or not like using, but allowing others to use your space? Totally. You know, ran yeah. out other events and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to the point that, you know, we're trying to figure out if hybrid is even a thing we'll do in the future, or if it's just one or the other, we, we actually are trying to get the space next door and knock this wall down and go another, you know, 2000 feet square right. feet. Um, so that it's something that is because a hundred is great. It's actually what we're noticing for a lot of people is there's interest for other entrepreneurs that um, for them to come record their courses here. Yeah. I was going to ask so, about that. Like, I'm sure people yeah. are like, Hey, I want to use your space. So you have all the recording stuff. You have all this, like that would be a killer offering that you could, you yeah. know, offer to people. That would be awesome. Yeah. It's like, come, come film your course. So that's what I did as my last course. And it's, it's meant to be like kind of one of my final courses for this, yeah. this space here. Um, but that's what I did is like, let's, let's pull, you know, 50 people in here and it's always better doing it in front of a live audience because they kind of help coax you through the things that maybe you didn't explain clear enough you know um it's way better than just filming in an empty studio your material it's kind of weird it feels awkward you know so um that that kind of thing right there, that's a really fun course creation model and it's way more interactive for even recordings to watch and um but yeah no people have been asking to to rent it and we're figuring out that model as well and we spent so much money on these events that I hope that people see it's like 
any price below 200 grand is a steal. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) So we're like, hey, 10 grand a day, you know? And uh, we got these sweet 4K cameras. We're putting in, there's seven computers that were six. They're putting in a seventh computer that runs all of it. And it's, um, it's an AI camera. So it's kind of creepy to be honest. You load up a few Facebook profile pictures of whoever's going to be speaking. And as soon as the person walks in, it knows you're there and it traces you the whole time. It's the craziest thing. (laughs) We have multiple camera angles. They're always being recorded so you can jump cut to all the stuff. Um, Anyway, it's a fun setup. That's really cool. I didn't even know there was such a thing. I didn't either. I was like, are you kidding? (laughs) It's a little creepy. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Okay. So uh, we've got it. We've been talking about your space and and events in general. Um, But what's your advice for somebody I don't know whether they're like us and they've been to some and they know the uh, benefits of it or that they maybe they haven't gone yet. Like what, what's the advice to get them into a seat if it's not for your event for Funnel Hacking Live or somewhere, right? Like because there's so many good events there's so many good entrepreneurs that are doing things. But it, I, I find that it's missed opportunities for those that aren't doing them at all. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Um, you know, I, I think it really comes down to uh, that your environment is so much more powerful than your skill set or even your willpower. And um, there's totally times I wake up and I don't want to go to work. I mean, it happens more often than I think it might be romanticized, you know, or like, I don't know if I want to go in today. You know what I mean? It's just, that's natural. It's human. I watch Russell do it. Like we all do that. And it's like, you know, I'd rather just be lazy today, but don't have that option. Um, but because of the environment, it, it, you know, overcomes my willpower and you can start to do really cool stuff there's there's a power to being physically in a room with other people that are like-minded and trying to do the same thing as you are. I don't know if you guys are the same, but when I first heard what a funnel was, there was no other human on planet earth that I knew of that knew what a funnel was besides Russell. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. I had to like, remember trying to explain that to somebody. Yep. And I remember walking into my first funnel hacking live that I kind of bootstrapped to get to, you know? And I remember thinking like, look at all these people who know what the word funnel is. Like, my mom still thought I was talking about kitchen funnels for a long time. Like uh-huh. all of these people get, you know what I mean? And so yeah. you just, you, you get to go further because you don't have to get away from talking about foundation stuff all the time. It's like, yeah. Oh, you all get it. Cool. All right. Let's, let's go deep. You know? Yeah. Now you can, you can kind of expand the knowledge or expand the vision. And yeah. and that's where the real creativity really kind of starts to blossom because you're able to just open your wings and, and fly. Well, it's fascinating too. Like, Similar principle is I think what comes from a lot of, or a lot of growth comes from that same principle. It's like, I was telling Colton, I was like, dude, remember when we were signing for the space and we were like, I remember thinking like, we are not big enough for this. Like there's like three of us, there's four of us. We are not big enough for this. And, but because we said yes to the environment, we grew to it. And now we are definitely, it's almost too small. And which is crazy. Which is so nuts, right? You're like a shark in a fish tank. That's what it is. Right, like exactly, (laughs) right? So last night, literally, we're like, man, should we get the next space? And we're like, should we sign it? Like, I don't know, look at the cash, look at the numbers, look at, okay, all right. And I was like, screw it, flip a desk. Let's let's do it, baby. Like, (laughs) remember how we said, remember how we said we weren't big enough and we grew. We put ourselves in a sucky environment and we had to figure it out, so we did. And and so we're going to try to, we're going to sign today for it, so... Uh, to get the next space and make it much larger. But um, there is power in that in all entrepreneurship. And I started, I remember it was after I, no, it was before. It was before I left ClickFunnels and after the army. 
for me, there was a realization where I was like, sucky environments grow me faster than I ever could grow myself. Mm. And so I was like, I should seek sucky environments. And it's such a backwards mentality, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, it's like, oh my gosh, Marley makes fun of me all the time. She's like, oh yeah, I forgot you hate comfort. I'm like, it's not that I hate comfort. I just, <laughs> I'm afraid of getting soft, you know? Right. She's like, you, you, know, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. so um, saying yes to stuff that freaks you out, I think very few people are willing to actively put their own back against the wall, burn the boats themselves, you know? And then like, I have to figure it out. And I put myself in a situation where I got no choice. And it's like, Ah, that's sexy. That's super cool. That's brilliant. You, 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 yeah, it's like hyperspeed growth like that, you know. Oh, no, I I agree. I agree 100%. So, now we we uh I know I know we're going a little over time, so we appreciate your time today. And uh is there anything one last thing you would like to leave everybody or let's tell them where they can go to be involved with Offermind for sure. I oh, appreciate the plug there. Um, you know, we I just say that that finally for people like just be careful not to. Um, I fell into this trap for probably the first year and a half. Um, definitely the first year at ClickFunnels, and Russell saw me falling into it, and he was like, "Hey, man, you should probably go look at this course." And there's an audio course called The Gap, and it was about comparison. And he's like, I see, we had, a, we had an active conversation about this. He's like, I see you seeing that person and I see you seeing their timeline and I see you getting jealous. <laughs> and and uh, it kind of destroyed me for a little bit, you know? Yeah. And um, and I just, I don't just remind everyone that it's always, because there's a lot of new entrepreneurs now on the internet, especially because of last year, there's a lot of brand new people. So it's always you against you. And it's you against yesterday and that's it. And your journey brings in unique skill sets that those you're comparing yourself to don't have themselves. You know what I mean? You're gonna, yeah. You got your own jam, your own shtick. You just may not know what it is yet. It took me several years to find it. So, um, but yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Offermind.com. We killed so many products in the past a little bit that don't fit us anymore that there's really only like three. I know you're right spring now. cleaning. <laughs> I loved I loved your graphics of spring cleaning. I was like, oh my god, that's brilliant. I love it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So good. Um, and last thing for me, Steve. Launch for Profit podcast is is that the only podcast you're, you're pushing right now, or are you all in on? Or you got anything else in the works on the podcast platform? Yeah, yeah. I handed the um, the other show back to ClickFunnels, so now they're running it. So it's just Launch for Profit. Launch of Profit is the show. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I love the show for sure. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right, Steve. Thanks so much uh, again uh, for joining us and uh, have a fantastic day and we'll talk soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, yeah. Steve. Bye. 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 Oh, my goodness. All right. You know, it's nice when people come back. You don't have to go into the whole like, oh, what, what, you know, the whole backstory it's that you did the first time. Just so it's good to have, you can just have, go right into the conversation. Right. Uh, so hopefully anybody on the in the audience listening or watching, if you didn't catch the first time Steve was on, definitely go search and find that. You'll learn more about what's going on with uh, Mr. Larson from that episode. And, uh, you know, Right now, just head on over to Offermind and you'll be able to find what's going on with uh, right. the next event from the event man himself. Well, I know um, it was very impactful for you because, like, one, you talked about it a lot and I had FOMO. So I was very sad that I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, it was it was one of those things that um, really propelled us, you know. So we had, I mean, just events wise, let's talk events because 
that was some of my takeaways to get to an event because it's about the networking. So think about the people we networked at Funnel Hacking Live and how that's propelled our business, just the people we networked with. So that's yeah. one. Two, the stuff we learned from OfferMind and FHL, we learned it, we understood it. The other thing, you have to put it into play. And I loved where you talked about putting your back against the wall because I know I'm like that when it's a deadline. Like I'm a procrastinator and I was like, oh, I have to do that right now, right? And and that's usually when my mind gets unblocked creatively, you know, because I don't, this is funny because I've never shared this, but I draw better or create better when I'm sick when I'm super sick, because I don't care what it looks like. I'm just doing, right. I'm just, just letting, letting it go flow. and go, letting right. it flow. And I think that's when, when creatively I could put my back against the wall and come out swinging because that's when I know it's due. And I, I, it's not that I don't care what it looks like. I understand my creative process and how I do things. So I completely got what he was saying. Like, crappy situations. I used to say I like the word stress because it made me excel. I hate stress, but bad situations, that's a perfect example. I mean, Corey, we've worked in two, two other bad situations together before we started doing this. And I loved it because I was able to create change, impact and grow it because of how I wanted to do it and how I came up with it. So that drove me to make a change or an impact, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny, you and I have had, we've had way more times when the, we came up to the deadline. Right. right. Like we had plenty yeah, no of time to get stuff done. No one knows. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, all, I'm real, man. We're, we, we never miss a deadline. We don't. We don't, but sometimes it's late nights, two, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like some, I don't know why we do that to ourselves because you're right. Our productivity increases. Uh, the juices flow and things get done and they get done well yep. and we never miss that deadline, but it's, it's pretty funny how we put ourselves, our own backs to the wall with those little things way, way more than we probably should. Right. Uh, but a couple of takeaways and the one for me, and I'll let you go Ron. but environment, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I love that, you know, and that's me, you know, I love events and we spent the whole 20 minutes talking to, about events, but the environment that we are in, whether it's in our home office, right? Like I was in your situation when we first transitioned home where I was working in my bedroom, never comfortable whatsoever for an office, never yep. like standing up on my bed with pillows for my computer, sitting down on my bed and be too comfortable and distracted, like all right. the different things that I know you're going through right now um, as you do some construction, but the environment is so key to propel you in. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if it's your hobby you're trying to be better at, or if it's your business you're trying to excel at, right? The environment. And that's why I absolutely love live events and, and I think you and I had a hard time transitioning to virtual at first because we appreciated live and everything we did was live. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so one, I want to talk about the environment because 100% agree. Like I've been out of my office for almost eight weeks because it was an eight-day project. So everything in my office is just in a big pile that I can't get to. 
and I was used to five screens being able to work on. And now I'm just working on a laptop. It's, it's psychologically jacking with me and I can't concentrate to just be creative. Right. And so I'll walk downstairs and Rachel's like, well, what are you doing? I go, I just, I need, I need, I need the space back. <laughs> like I need my space back. Right. And so, yeah, environment huge. And if you don't like the environment, change it, add it, move things around, make it fun, make it yeah. creative enough that it's going to speak to you, your personality, like my office, when it's done, it's going to be amazing. I may be alive. We'll see how it goes. Um, but it's, it's, it's got cool things that's already in it to help me, I feel, perform creatively better. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And especially now that we are in our home offices, like we have to have a good environment to work. Oh, in. yeah. Oh, God. 100%. Quiet. But, quiet. But we also need to get back out there, right? Like we... Um, George Bryant did an event I wanted to go to, but it, timing didn't quite work, uh, with stuff going on with my dad right. and, uh, you know, but there's just, there's so many things out there that like, go get to a place to change your environment, get around a group of like-minded individuals and then go put stuff you learn into action. Right. Right. So, um, all right. A another piece is, uh, definitely, Anybody out there, offermind.com, virtual or in person, there's still seats. I, again, went to Offermind 2019. and, um, and Steve it, it is not going to do a bad virtual event. Like, no. we know the work he puts into stuff. Like, he will not do a bad event, period, end of story. Right? Virtual, live, it doesn't matter. It's Steve. He's going to kill it. Yep. Yep. So, all right, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Steve Larson. And, uh, you know, I know we've got Mr. RJ putting some comments for the live about where to go find the event, but don't worry, we'll put those in the show notes as well. Absolutely. Once the podcast goes live on all your favorite podcast listening platforms. But until next time, I hope you have a great environment to excel for your business, your life and everything you got going on. And uh, we will talk to you later. Guys, go make an impact. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And you know what? If you're not already a member of our Facebook group, what are you waiting for? Head on over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash profits with. Guys, we are super excited to have you be a part of our community and help you get more visible, get more traffic and get more sales. That's right, Ron. And every time someone is in our group, we get to share all the tips, the tricks, and everything that you can get profits with from your summits, your challenges, your workshops, your podcasts, your vodcasts, and so much more. Guys, thanks for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers.